where you get them and not only do you find yourself incessantly scratching the armpit, but you wonder, like, how in the shit is it if somebody else were doing this to me, I would be on the floor from the pickle thing. <laughs> yeah, right now, if I had, a uh, like, a garden rake, I would be scratching my armpit with it. God damn it. What, yeah, what you is that? I don't think you can tickle yourself. I don't think that's a thing. Which is weird. Yeah. yeah. Which is really weird. I wonder what the what the science behind that. I is. don't know. I've always wondered that, I'm, and I'm I'm sure Google would have a million and one answers readily available, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also to, uh, yeah to Google, to, to Google tickle fight. I know you never know what you're going to wind <laughs> up with there. Yeah, I was going to oh, say with sure Google, find out. with Google medical uh, information, though, you got to be careful because uh, I was actually talking to Chris about this last week. I had a. Uh, I had a, a pretty dark colored poop the one day and I was I was mildly concerned. So I I Googled it and the most reasonable of the fucking answers was like number seven on the list. It's like, oh, maybe you have internal bleeding. Like, well, fuck, I hope not. It was just because I it's just because I took too much Pepto. Apparently, Pepto turns your poop black. So, yeah, uh-huh. I, I've got I've got to Google my poop, too. Mine has a, sort of a, <laughs> an almost a pinkish hue to it. See, I don't think pink is good. Well, it's 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 no, no, it's it's I won't say it's leaning towards red because I don't want to create a panic, but there is a bit of a, a bit of a hibiscus nature to it. <laughs> Do you guys like that wasn't viscous? Have, like, I said hibiscus, <laughs> a, a viscous hibiscus. No, viscous hibiscus. It's a good name for a band. That's when you go. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you guys have like like some paint chips handy in the bathroom just to like compare and compare? Yeah, some, some swatches, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good thing to have at the doctor, eh? The poop swatch, like you know, <laughs> specifically what color ah, is, is your soap? <laughs> yeah, poop swatches, man. <laughs> it's our front runner for this week's best idea that came out on Black Sheep Radio. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Ben. There's Chris and Mark. Good morning, fellas. Morning. We're just right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying to I was saying to Ben Mark right just before you logged on, it's weird not having like the Fridays and the Mondays and I feel like itching like I don't know what to do with myself yeah. in the mornings. It's just kind of fucking bullshit, but I, I like the know. I like the irony of the fact that we were just talking about what we were talking about and then you referred to logging on. <laughs> Uh, I uh, wish I could say that that was done on purpose, but it's way too early in the morning far, to, to take credit for that. Far too early. Gentlemen, I uh, I have an undertaking today that I got to tell you. This one makes me a little nervous. Mm. The uh, alternator on the Fiat went over the weekend. Oh, damn. It's, uh, I'm going to guess some, well, okay, so for, first off, the, the new part itself, just the part is $513. And I'm going to guess that the shop would probably charge two hours for this mm-hmm. job, if not maybe a little more. So I'm looking at probably a $800 to $1,000 repair bill, which I I can't afford. So Shit. Uh, <laughs> Do yourself, I am going, huh? I, I'm going to give it a go and get under the car. And you have to get under the car. It, it's a Fiat, right? It's a Fiat. You can, a, you can just pick it up, though, right? Car. 
Yeah, I'll just pick it up. Pick up the front. No, uh, you, 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 I'm going to put it to you this way. You have to, so far what I've determined is I have to take off the passenger side wheel, the entire brake assembly, and two bolts in the motor mount have to come out in order for me to just get to the alternator. At least they make it easy. Oh, Jesus, fuck. buddy. Yeah, everybody has told me before, oh, fuck, alternators, they're easy. They're just three bolts. Well, yeah, they are. It's just three bolts that hold the alternator on. But when you have to, like, I don't know, go to school for a fucking mining class to get mm. to the alternator, <laughs> there's, there's, oh, my God. So, I don't those know. small cars, man, those compact cars, they just bury everything. Oh, like, my never know. God. Like, it's insane, yeah. dude. The, it's there, crazy. There was some of those cars I remember looking because I had um, a... I had like a blinker light out, um, mm. and I, and I remember researching going into into it, and and mine's fine. I didn't do it myself. I got it fixed anyways because it, it's not that expensive to get done by the professional or whatever. But like some of these some of these places, like you have to you have to go in like you have to take apart the whole fucking front end just to get a, a goddamn blinker in. Like you I never know, know right? what you're dealing with, man. L- like that's fucked. In my my generation of men, we kind of grew up like I I don't think Chris this would apply so much to you because you're younger but you know for guys around my age it was sort of an expected thing that the son would carry on his dad's knowledge of how to fix something underneath the hood and most dads if they had you know if the if the alternator went or uh you had to do an oil change or one of the more you know intermediate mechanical things uh my dad and his generation of dads had enough room. This is why you had buddies over to fix the car with you because there was enough room under the hood for both grown men to climb in and actually fucking sit. I mean, you could fit beach furniture underneath the hood of one of my dad's cars. It was insane. And I've got this little fucking, like me, you know, engines are like, like, like phones, man. Like the original cordless phone was this thing that was about the size of a cinder block. And that was my dad's 72 Rambler. I'm about to dig underneath the hood of the latest friggin' galaxy or iPhone or whatever. It's uh, yeah, it'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So do you, so do you have, do you, do you have um, a lot of, of car repair experience like is this no. like a, your first venture going into it i did the starter on the truck by from a okay. youtube from a youtube video so that it, that just gave Google me it, yeah. a tiny bit of confidence to actually do that but when i watched the video on this first of all okay it's uh the only garage i could find that has or person that's put up online an actual film of here's the thing coming out is this italian dude and the, he's his his grandfather, who he just calls <laughs> old man. He's doing it. And this guy does not speak a lot of English. In fact, he's quite rough, and it, it's it's not of much use. All I know Fuck. is that this watching the video, this thing is not easy to get to. That's what I know so far. Man, well, you know, I, maybe we can put it out on the Facebook page, and there's somebody who's got some shit. Yeah, does anyone know how to fix a Fiat? (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing more that somebody would want to do than to drop everything they're doing to come climb underneath my Fiat. Buddy, car people, they love that shit. Yeah. You'll have a a gaggle of 12 guys just standing around your place, like just milling around. (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't really believe in Google reviews or reviews of any kind very much. But for this one, I started reading them. And even guys who know what they're doing are like, this is without a doubt the most pain in the ass job I've ever done. 
Hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's all about organizing, I guess. Like you got to make oh. sure you put all your stuff in certain parts and put all the put all the bolts and stuff in cups and make sure you don't lose anything. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's too it bad just, the inside of the car is not like a, like a lazy Susan. Like it just kind of spins around to the yeah, part you need no. to fix and then. <laughs> Like one of those lazy Susan cupboards, like the corner yeah, cupboard that yeah. has a lazy Susan built into the <laughs> Exactly. Bed. Just spin the motor and Sometimes there's the, the alternator that shows up. <laughs> exactly. Just, just like my steak spice. That'd be perfect. <laughs> That'd be fucking perfect. Uh, do you want to get into some news stories? I love news. Yeah. yeah as okay. I realized that I just, I forgot to hit record on my little thingy here, Chris. Oh, just you had some good stuff to say there, too. Editing, Dude, okay. um, so long as you got it on Zencaster. Anyway, I just yeah. interrupted with technical speak. What's in the news, Chris? Uh, there's a couple things. I tried to keep it as let light on COVID shit as possible, which is really difficult because the numbers are going up. That's, <laughs> yeah. I think everybody knows that, so I, I don't know that we need to go into that. Um, the one COVID story uh, is the schools in Haldeman and Burlington, after two days, have COVID cases already. So there's Brant Hills Public School in Burlington and Walpole North Elementary School in near Hagersville have COVID cases after just two days. What I tell um, you, yeah. it doesn't really surprise anybody. I don't no. think. Um, you know, j- just just to touch on the fact that the c- the cases are rising, I think the one thing the numbers. So, so so we're so at I don't know what we're at today. The number hasn't come out uh, for today yet. I don't believe yesterday we were at three thirteen. The thing to keep in mind before everybody starts panicking is that, you know, we were getting back when we were getting the the first stretch of of 300, 400 cases, we were only testing about 10,000 people and you're you're getting about 400 cases. Now we're testing 30,000 and that does affect the numbers. It's it's a different 300 than it was previously. Not to say it's not concerning, but like, you know. I think everybody it's 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 not as, as it's not panic stricken as, as we need to be. Take right the now, Trump route, think. man. Slow down the testing. The less testing, the less cases. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> can I uh, can I just ask how how do they like if it's two days into school? How do they determine that they've gotten it from question. school? You know what I mean? When they've gotten it twelve days ago, basically, isn't that That's kind a of good a question? They must have. Yeah, they must have. I, I think. But I, I, I guess don't know if that they, they had it said, at the school, like maybe they got tested. They have it. Well, now they've spread it around to people at the school. So there is still the mm-hmm. concern. I just I don't think they yeah. got it from school. Unless they no. they were early birds <laughs> trying to get some early work in. Yeah, probably. That's, yeah, these that's are the kids that point. showed up and just started making out as soon as they got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be you, them. <laughs> did you guys lose power yesterday? Yeah. You know yeah. what? I never lose power in my house. The entire Man. street will be down, but myself and my neighbor next door, I don't know if we're on a different grid, how but close, we never lose how power. How close is uh, the nearest hospital? That, that's usually a... Mm. Oh, yeah. That's usually a... How, how close are you? You're, you're downtown, not really. but you're not, yeah, you're not I'm really like close. Park, not really close to a hospital. Yeah. Well, maybe the one on King Street. There's the one but on the, King no, East. I remember there. this in the big blackout in uh, 03. I was living in St. Catharines, and my buddy who didn't live near a hospital, but was on some sort of grid that connected to the hospital somehow. Yeah. Uh, he was on that grid and they throughout the whole, he was the most crowded house in St. Catharines because <laughs> all of us, fuck all, because, well, you remember how warm it was too. All of us were yeah. going to his place. He had the air just fucking cranked through the whole thing. <laughs> nice. And yeah, I was, his, Ivan was his name. I was always like, Ivan, man, I, I need to borrow, you know, whatever. Uh, my ice cold. cube, my ice cube tray is leaking. Can I come over? I need to, I need to fix it. Like just anything, anything. 
<laughs> yeah, so there was a big power outage yesterday in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mm-hmm. it, I figured Ben would have been affected by it. It affected about 40,000 homes yesterday morning, and it right. didn't get brought back on until about noon. Um, and actually... I mean, it w- was the first day of school for a lot of for a lot of places. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh. Um, so Hamilton Wentworth Catholic District School Board uh, actually did an all call uh, for their students at St. Joseph Catholic School and Canadian Martyrs and St. Mary's to just pick their kids back up because they, they the power was out. And McMaster, Jesus. I think it, it fucked up the whole first day of school. First so, day back, this, you're this just on your way to work. Yeah, yeah this yeah. whole end of town, we were out. I went, it's yeah. funny, I, I went for a walk. I had to get some, some stuff, so I figured, all right, you know, my phone's almost dead. That's going to be out soon. My car's not working. <laughs> I can't even, and my Wi-Fi is out. I can't even look up videos on how to fit. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go for So I did. I went for a walk. Nice. And I walked over to Fortino's at uh, King and Dunder, and it was kind of neat mm. shopping in the dark. They had the store still open, uh, mm-hmm. but the auxiliary power, I've never shopped in the dark before, the auxiliary power was on enough to have the caches on and two banks of lights on. So it was it was kind of, mm. you know, it was just one of those, uh, throw it on to a different grocery shopping experience for 2020. <laughs> there, there have been many, but uh, I, I wasn't, if you had shopping in the dark on your bingo card, congratulations. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, there's a sto- this is a story that actually happened in 2016, but it just seemed to have surfaced now, and I thought it was hilarious. I thought you guys would get a kick out of it. Um, back in 2016, before Trump actually became president, he was he was running for president. Uh, Dutch hackers broke into his Twitter account um, by guessing his password. Uh, and do, do you know what the password that they guessed oh, was? Fuck, you're yeah. fired. God. You're fired, or money, or something stupid. <laughs> Dick bronze. So, so, so the password. The password was actually "you're fired." Like Mark, you nailed it. It was "you're fired." What a fucking dumb dumb. Yeah. So it was capital Y, O U R E F I R E D. Just no space, no number, no nothing. It was just "you're fired." Um, Apparently, the, the, the hackers, they were Dutch. There's three guys that did it, and they, they documented the entire process. <laughs> and then once they real, once they were in, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and no they, reached out, they reached out to Trump's people immediately, and they told them. They're like, yo, like, we just got into your Twitter. Like, what's happening? And then, like, I guess Trump's people thanked them, and, like, now these hackers quote-unquote hackers are working for like various corporate internet security teams so they're actually doing really well for themselves they, they got a job out of guessing you're fired I, which is I, I mean they must be more talented than that yeah, but it was uh, the first thing I said fuck man like hi I'm here to try out for the role of uh, place kicker for the bills I have a foot like what the, the fuck what's the, what's the merit of that you're fired oh these guys these guys so know what they're doing <laughs> these guys are geniuses I don't know how they figured that out so good and then the good last Lord. one the, yeah. the last news story I have it's not really a news story I just saw it um, a couple days ago online PetSmart is actually doing their adoption days right now Oh, so cool. I, don't, I don't know if anybody's out there is looking to adopt a pet. I don't really know what the selection is. Usually they have a lot of cats and stuff. I, I don't know how many dog adoptions they do out of PetSmart. But uh, Charities Canada, PetSmart Charities of Canada is hosting National Adoption Days. Uh, it began yesterday and it goes through to September 30th. 
uh, and they actually have a virtual component to the program this year. They canceled the one that they were supposed to be doing earlier in the summer, and I guess in preparation of this one that they're doing now, they they rolled out this whole virtual component, so you don't even have to go. Like, you kind of just can, you know... Hmm. It's like Tinder. You just like sw- swipe left <laughs> or swipe right on. on I wish. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. It's such a Tinder issue, pet adoption. I, I, I can't. I can't pull out the Tinderizer on that one. I'm yeah, sorry. We're close. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I've thought about it a couple times cool. over the past little bits. Um, only because the girls, are so, they're so skittish around animals, like around dogs and even cats. So I had thought maybe a cat. The only reason I don't want a dog is I just, I've relished in, what, four years now about that of no dog shit in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And it really is nice to just kind of walk I, I could walk out there with my bare feet if I really wanted to uh, there's probably raccoon shit and squirrel shit and all that kind of bat shit but um, no dog shit so it's, so you're uh, opting for the cat because you'd rather have it in the living room than in the backyard I would rather have a box of shit in my living room <laughs> <laughs> that's actually one of the reasons I don't want a cat too. if only you could get an animal that never <laughs> did it there's only three months of the year that I'm barefoot in my backyard I would prefer to have a year round supply of boxed feces sandy cat shit in my house <laughs> they make yeah, some like high I, quality litters now no, it masks the yeah. smell. But mind I, you, I you, have, you, rare so, is it that you accidentally step into the litter box, so I'll give Mark that. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not like not walking that. on hot coals Chris in Mexico. Chris is shaking his head. No, it's not that. It's it's the yeah, cats no. just, uh, oh, speak of the devil, they're coming. Oh. Um, they, it's, it's the cat just sometimes they just take a dump just on the floor like it happens or like they'll puke and like i that happened to me once where like they puked on the floor and i just stepped in it first thing in the morning (laughs) yeah my cats have taken to taking taking this is actually you know it could be a it could be worse but the times that they do miss the litter box and they don't come close to it you miss a a litter how do you yeah, miss a litter box? You, you, you're wow. standing, how do, how you do we miss, miss a toilet? You consciously <laughs> did not step into the box. It's yeah. not that you missed it. I'm sure our wives think the same thing every time we piss all over the place That's and true. all over the toilet and the wall. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Which is why I'm a sit-down pee man. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to do it now too. Yeah. I got too many girls in the house, and yeah. that is hilarious. Can't you just well, lift the seat? That and it's just fucking well, I can gross. Lift the seat, but it still splashes everywhere. Right? Mm. Yeah. That and it's just, just gross. The, like if I got a lot of there's that's a lot comes of water out at high, pressure. Mine comes out at a high velocity. Like I, <laughs> I like to force my pee out. Four thousand psi. Amanda, my wife's <laughs> in the my background. Amanda's <laughs> in the background saying, "No, it's yeah, it's for the ladies. No, it's it it is. I mean, you know, it's being considerate to the other women in the house. But really, like if I if I were a bachelor, if I lived by myself, I would be a sit down pee man." Like, why is it that, you know, guys relish in the stand-up piss? Like, wow, I live alone now. For all you divorcees, I live alone now. I'm going to urinate all over my bathroom. What, what freedom? Like, what the fuck? Why, why stand-up piss? I just, I don't, I don't understand. You're making a mess. I want to get a so, urinal at my house. That's really, you've, you know you've made it when you have a urinal at your house. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sh- sure. I suppose, that it, I suppose that you're. I've seen the trough in a house. I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Guy built a trough into his house. I'm serious. And this was a guy who lived alone. He. he I'm not kidding, guys. I really like Red Sox a, games. This guy. I'm not lying. He, the house is on Victoria Avenue, 
in Hamilton, uh, and uh, the guy had a trough and a urinal, and this guy lived alone. He was a guy that just relished. For some reason, the stand-up piss is is a, a true sign of manhood for some men, it would Jeez. appear, to the point where they actually install the ability to do so into their own bathrooms. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't understand. I mean, I, if I the, climb the out from underneath the car today, I will, you know, I will have that sort of manly feeling. But merely standing up to piss does not advance. Does it, you don't get to punch a ticket on your man card. Sorry. You know what? I, I think if you go out on your driveway to go fix your Fiat when you go inside, you should sit oh. down on the toilet and pee. Yeah, that's down. <laughs> <laughs> if you're working on your truck, you got to stand up and just piss outside. Good, but if you're working burn. on your Fiat, you deserve a good sit. You should put some toilet paper on the good. seat, too, before you sit. Good burn. Or hose, and then and then hose it's down my, your driveway it, like a true Italian. It's it's, it's my wife's fit. My my hot wife's fit. That, that'll put points back on the man. That's no, true. That's true. No. Um, that is that is funny. I have some uh, I have some homework for us. It doesn't have to be for tonight, but at least in the next couple of days, or maybe we can watch it this week sometime and talk sure. about it next week. Is the uh, documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. Um, mm. It's just about social yeah. media and what a fucking cancer it is. And, and I saw the trailer for this, and, yeah. my, and Amanda and I were talking about this the other day. We want to watch it with uh, with Noah. Our, yeah, our I started I started watching it, and it's 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 you can tell right off the bat it's a very well made documentary. It's got okay. like the guys the, the the guy that created Gmail, the person that uh, was one of the head people for Twitter, and like all the all the top uh, all the top social media companies. They have guys that used to work for them, and there's a guy that. He's he used to work for Facebook uh, and Google, and now he's kind of a, a pioneer, so to speak, in terms of bringing a little bit of morality to these companies mm. and 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 doing what you can to make it not such an addictive um, cycle that people get in. Because people actually do like I, th I think we all probably have a little a little twinge of that addiction where you see a new notification. Oh shit. What's that? Like I, I do it with the black sheep page where I'm like, Oh, who, who said something about what? Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. It, um, yeah. So we, we all get that. And I mean, there's people that are right into it. It's the first thing they do in the morning. It's the equivalent of grabbing the vodka bottle and just taking a swig. When I so. got out of radio, that was one of the first things I, adjustments to my daily life was it wasn't just withdrawing it was actually recoiling from social media because mm -hmm. i mean that you know i that's the job all the time all the time and i yeah. god i don't miss that so I, yeah I, I recoiled away from it for a while and and there was a i don't know i, I there's so it it does it it fucks with the wiring in your head like it absolutely it, it, yeah it did it took a while it took a concerted effort to not to you know Put the, give the give the Heisman to the to the cell phone and just say no I can't look yeah. sort of thing really quick uh, that's on uh, Netflix uh, which, which is a nice change of pace from things like uh, Tiger King mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, but uh, the New York Post is saying that Andy Dick just when you thought the legacy of Tiger King couldn't get weirder Andy Dick who is still alive. Uh, is going to play <laughs> Joe Exotic in a brand new Tiger King mockumentary. Oh my God, that's amazing! Right? That like is seriously, amazing. there's no I word on who's going to play yeah. Carol Baskin yet. Uh, if Andy Dick is Joe Exotic, I'm picking Gary Busey to play Carol's husband. <laughs> and then Carol. who do you? And then like who do you throw in to play? Do you throw in a Lindsay Lohan to play? Carol Baskin, like oh just how God. could you weird this up anymore? 
Andy Dick is really funny. I, I, he's, you know, the, he's, he's I, Tom I think Green he's funny. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's weird. He's weird. Yeah. He, but yeah, there, he actually made an appearance in this show. It's a Netflix show as well called Love. And, uh, it's one of my favorite shows ever. It's, um, anyways, uh, he's, he's in that and they, they casted him perfectly. Um, because it's, he just plays himself and he's just weird and they do acid on the subway or some shit with the main character and it's a great and he's great I think yeah him is Joe Exotic I, I was pushing for um, uh, who, David Spade I thought David Ooh, Spade yeah because he looks it, like him <laughs> yeah everyone kind of looked like him yeah yeah everyone was calling for David Spade to do that but Andy Dick is going to be it's going to be wacky then if it's if it's Andy Dick then like who knows who could be Carol Baskin like, fuck if it, if, if, I mean, if like, it was David are endless. yeah That's if it great. was David Spade and this was like 20 years ago fucking Chris Farley would have played a good Carol Baskin <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> fuck man Chris the Farley two of them good. Oh my God! And yeah, I have the one, other the yeah. Sorry, sorry go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say the 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 uh, when when you were talking about Netflix documentaries, I was I thought or Netflix shows. Did you? I thought you you were gonna throw out the the cuties thing. Have you guys seen any? Have you heard about any of that shit by any no. chance? What's oh this? God. Okay. Oh. Um, so so there's this this new <laughs> movie out. It's a it's a, it's a French movie called Cuties. And it's essentially about like, um, like a sexy dance troupe. It's like you know that that old that that age old story about like you know girls like taking back their autonomy over their body and 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 using you know using it as like empowering themselves. So but is the, this the like re- burlesque sort of thing? Or yeah, yeah, a, a little bit. But but the, what's what's the real controversy is stemming from the fact that that the people in it, like the girls that are dancing, are ra- ages range from eleven to thirteen. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah, it's bad. It's it's real bad, and uh, it it's you know. There's I haven't seen it. Is it bad? I, real bad, or it? is the premise bad? Like, I mean, but no, it's it, a bad. It, it's a bad movie. But like, if you watch some of the breakdowns on YouTube of the way that these scenes are cut, like. It's really graphic too. Like it's not, it's not right, man. It's basically like a pedophile's dream come and true. And this is on Netflix. Well, I, that's what yeah, I mean. Man. Like this is on Netflix. It's been a there's, big there, thing. There's, like, there's going to be a point to this, no? Like they're they're not just well, they flaunting eleven year olds. There has to be a point that says this is wrong. No, they say they they say. Well, I mean. You know the, the 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 armor that they're that they're coating this movie in is saying that it's that it's a statement against the exploitation and secu- sexualization of young girls, but at the end of the day, it's a movie that's built around the sexualization and exploitation of young girls. So like I don't know how you could conceivably make that argument. Mm. Um, it's bad. Like you have to watch it. Like when you like. There's a way. There would be a way to do it tastefully. This is the conversation that I was having okay, with right. um, with with Bree. Um, like, okay, Mark, you've seen the video, uh, the Sia music video, where it's Shia LaBeouf yeah, and that yeah. young girl. Yeah, you know, that's a good example of like, oh wait, it this being, girl's really young, and this guy's older, and it's uncomfortable, but it's still like, 
it's still relatively tasteful and it's danced in like whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not sexual. Like there's not yeah. a sexual feel. There's like an, an animal animalistic nature to it. Yeah. I, I, I would maybe uh, lean towards that. Like it doesn't feel like at, at least that was the impression I got from the, sure. the Sia thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people got pissed off and thought yeah. that it was sexual. So I, I mean, it's all I guess how you look at it. But when you've got 11 and to 11 to 13 year old girls, you know what I mean? Engaging in sexual acts. That's, it's hard to look at that in a different way. You know it's I mean? like, it's bad. Like you gotta, it's the way that they, that the way that they frame the shots as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, they're, they're like, 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 I don't uh, want to even get into describing it to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Cool. Like if you guys want to check it out, I, I mean, feel compelled I don't recommend to you do almost. It. Yeah. No, I feel I'll compelled send you to. a video. I'll send you a video of this guy breaking it down. It's like this guy, uh, this YouTuber that, that goes through the shots and shows you like why it's so bad. You'll okay. probably only get through about three minutes of the video to be honest. That's as far as I got. And I'm like, okay, I get the fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Enough. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch commentary on it. I just wouldn't mind at least reading about this yeah, yeah this yeah, is just yeah. it's I, called especially to be on such a mainstream uh, for, streaming that's service that's just it Mark yeah for it to be on Netflix I'm like okay uh, hang on what yeah, so, people are calling for the cancellation of Netflix. That's that's what everyone's well, feeling. Well, let's oh, fucking okay. take it easy and you know what I mean it's insane to think about but when you watch it you're like how the fuck did this get through that's, mm-hmm. that's all it's, it's it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. how this mm-hmm. is allowed to, hmm. to to go, but yeah, it'll. I'll be. I'm curious to hear what you say. What you guys see? Uh, if you what you think, because it, it's pretty fucked. Hmm. <laughs> I'm intrigued right. now. Uh, yeah. w- uh, one final quick question. I have. Um, uh, you guys ever do something? Maybe you paid a little extra to do it, or uh, whatever, j- just because you could. You know what I mean? Like when they opened up dispensaries, did you go and buy more expensive weed yeah. or gummies there just because yeah, you yeah. could? Definitely. Because it was mm-hmm. legal or light up mm-hmm. somewhere just because you could? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what about uh, like the movies? When they came out with a VIP seat where you could buy a beer or a glass of wine at the movies, the seat cost you a bit more, the wine was exorbitant, but you did it just because you could. You know what Get I mean? All of those yep. things for oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, for the next time you're uh, taking your uh, wives out for a romantic dinner at Taco Bell, I have some good news. Uh, that uh, started in Canada, limited Taco Bell locations will be selling wine. I don't know if this is an absolute hoax or what. This is coming out of a, a new station in the States uh, that uh, Taco Bell will be uh, offering jalapeno noir with hints of wild strawberry, cherry, and beetroot that pairs well with a toasted cheesy chalupa. Oh, my God. It's actually their own uh, wine. Now, I wouldn't... Yeah, I I wouldn't go to Taco Bell normally at all, but to go to Taco Bell to have a glass of wine with my fries supreme for some reason the experience is oh. suddenly on my radar, I, and I don't know why. Uh, by the way, uh, the wine sells were nineteen nineteen dollars a bottle is what you can pick it up for at uh, at Taco Bell. So you can get is crazy. 30 tacos and a bottle of wine for 20 bucks. That is fucking fantastic. Pr- pr- pretty much. I know. That's right. <laughs> like that's, in college, I called that Friday. Oh. But I wonder, I I wonder like the, what the uh, paint chip would tell us after that gigantic. The poop swatch. Jalapeno noir is exactly the color it would be. Good and eight cheesy chalupas. That is a great <laughs> name for a color on a paint chip. <laughs> Jalapeno, Jalapeno noir. noir. Oh yeah, exactly. 
It just says go to the doctor. It doesn't even say what color it is. It just says fucking go to the hospital right now. Yeah. Oh. It's a good name for a wine. It's a good name for a color. It's a good name for, like, if I ever become a luchador, like one of those Mexican wrestlers, Jalapeno Noir is definitely, <laughs> definitely going to be it. That yeah, is insane. I think that's all I got. Fair enough. Uh, uh, um, in, term, yeah. in terms of what's new, a couple, well, I don't know. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, do you want to know how big the NFL is real quick? Did anybody, you guys aren't big football guys, right? I watched a little bit this weekend just to see oh, what it you? was, see what the, it was just to see what the experience was like with fans and not fans and what, what the game, game was did like. you tune in for? I watch. Well, I watched the uh, the Chiefs on Thursday, and then okay. I watched the. Uh, I definitely watched the Patriots. Patriots, because uh, I'm oh, sorry, the uh, the Bucks. <laughs> I see the Patriots because I want to see Tom Brady as a Buck. Here's the thing: I, I, the NFL. We, we've talked about this in some sports com- conversations about just what a big fucking juggernaut the NFL is. Yeah. Consider consider this for a second: uh, the game between the Bucks and the Saints uh, the other day. Uh, where it's it's Brady with his brand new team up against Drew Brees, and the stats in this thing were unbelievable. What these two men have combined oh. for in their careers, it, like none of this had ever happened. The two oldest starting quarterbacks, the two all-time lead, they had between them like a hundred and fifty thousand passing yards, over a thousand touchdowns. Like it, it's it, it's unbelievable. The two greatest arguable quarterbacks of all time yep. taking on each other. Brady with a new team, blah blah. blah. This is how big the NFL is. The game between the Bucks and the Saints was the most watched telecast in the United States since the last Super Bowl. We just went through this entire pandemic, right, where the, the Super Bowl was just before. And since TV viewership, every, people have just been watching TV more than anything. And yet, up until this point, throughout this whole pandemic, the biggest thing on television, watched by the most people simultaneously, is another football game. That That's how hmm. big it is. That's can unbelievable. I, can I say that's, a, I mean, it, it's cool and it, it, it's... It's a testament, obviously, to the NFL and the, and the power I mean, that it just has. How big it is! It's a little disturbing for fucking humanity that there have been <laughs> the press conferences, the the Black Lives Matter things going oh. on, like all of these huge world events going on, and we just can't wait to see fucking Tom Brady and Drew Brees. <laughs> well, like, that was my one other observation from the NFL. Is I sort of thought, okay, so I watched quite a bit, and I would say. of the content that wasn't directly related to what was happening on the field, 50% of the content was the NFL's efforts to say that black lives matter. And Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was over. Now I'm, I don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not saying that. They didn't like have like Colin Kaepernick come out and flip the fucking coin and stuff. It was like every second was a minute long PSA (laughs) dramatically done big production on Hmm. how much black lives matter. Really? Oh yeah. But the whole thing is, here's the NFL that really, as a result of what's going on now has so much egg on its face over Colin Kaepernick. That it was almost like it. Remember when we had the the, the NBA boycotted games? Should the NHL have boycotted games sort of thing? Mm-hmm. This is very much along those lines in terms of, okay, you're oh, are they overdoing it now? It's an overcorrection. It it's an, like. oh, yes, exactly. Where hmm. it was, it was just, it was, it was. 
you know what's abundantly clear that the NFL has gotten the message. All the players, by the way, if you haven't noticed, on the back of their helmets have the name of um, a, a black person, like a you know somebody who was shot or yeah. somebody somebody who oh, has wow. suffered. Yeah, somebody who has suffered uh, racism in some way. Good for them. All the players have that. They have weekly uh, features even Drew, with even players <laughs> who have, uh, yeah, who have, well, funny, Alvin Kamara, his running back, was the guy who was featured on this feature that's going to be going on throughout the season where players select a victim of racism and play for that player. During the, oh, but, wow. You know, if you look in the end zones, you'll see there's the team name and a big banner across the back of the end zone, Black Lives Matter. Like, oh, wow. it's, the NFL has done a complete 180 on this, and I I, I, there, I, I don't know. There's an example of, of uh, what is it? Uh, um, not counterculture. Uh, uh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're getting called, at. They're called cancel culture. Yeah. Where yeah. the NFL has, mm-hmm. has gotten the message loud and clear like, ooh, man, not only do we botch the Kaepernick thing, but we'd better, to turn around our public image, had yeah. better get this fixed right away. They're good mm-hmm. at doing that. They did it with concussions, and they're they're going to do it with yeah. this, too. Uh, something interesting on Colin Kaepernick, this is the, uh, the first year since all of that happened that he is now featured in the new Madden game as well. He is, uh, he is a, like yeah. a, a really highly skilled free agent that you can uh, that you can pick up for your team so good uh, good on ea sports for stepping up as so, well <laughs> so when, when i don't know the latest stance he has on playing but why why the fuck isn't he playing the guy's 32 years old yeah he could play he could be starter for a yeah, lot he, of teams i don't know league. if he could be a starter but he's definitely better than just like 90 percent of the backups in the nfl so yeah, yeah give like the man I, a job get back in the field get him back in the field i'd love to see it I'm sure. I'm sure. There's a lot of people that would love to see it as yeah. well, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Just the the one thing about uh, dedicating a lot of time to the Black Lives Matter movement and all that stuff. I was just experience. It's the same thing with hockey too. I felt like all of those, you know, kind of an overcorrection. I mean, mm. it's not. It's not really my place to judge whether it's a good decision or not because you know, the, whatever. Who gives a shit what I think? But. Yeah, like it seems like with the with the Don Cherry shit now, once he's gone, like all of those those from what I watched, it might have changed now. I, I haven't I haven't been watching a lot of the playoffs re, uh, up to now because the Leafs were out for so long, or have been out uh, since the beginning. Mm. But um, a lot of those breaks in between, like they weren't even talking about hockey in any respect. Like no. the, the intermissions, like it's all politics and, and oh that's what i mean yeah and it was the same with the nfl it was the same with the nfl it just you know like the guys who are usually sitting around the table before the game talking about the game and the matchups and the quarterbacks and the offseason and the draft and the injuries and blah 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 we're talking about racism like it, it yeah. was just it was so much of the content uh overall other than which, what was happening which on the field you, during the game was that about, which is no no no, no it's it's, good. it's it's great it's it's, it's great important. i'm just it's saying it's a little bit of an over i found it to be a bit of yeah. an overcorrection yeah. it was hard I, not to take it without a grain of salt knowing that this is just motivated by the fact that finally your customers are saying we don't want your product unless you do this yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. you should have done it years ago but i, I guess yeah. the point is that yes this has now come to the fore and it's it, it's it's a thing so in that regard good, good on the nfl yeah. good on the nfl for for acknowledging this. Uh, it's just super 
It would it would have come along a lot better if the NFL would have accompanied all this. This really matters with a little bit of a you know tail between their legs, and we should have done something a few years ago. Yeah, there wasn't enough of that. Uh, Goodell he, Goodell has made has made some. He has said you know that I mean? he wished. With, yeah, without, he wished they yeah, would have completely and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's, like, here's an important yeah, question for you, though, uh, very quickly, is uh, if and when Colin Kaepernick does come back, does he kneel or stand for the fucking anthem? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just start it all over you again. You know what? It won't even be a controversy because that's the one other thing the NFL has done with this season that they've said it players, you choose, you do what you want. So right, some yeah. teams are staying mm. in the locker room for the anthem. Some oh, teams cool. are out. Some t- some guys are locking. The, the NFL has washed its hands of, I mean, you know, they're not going to allow players to go out and burn a flag and leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in terms of do you stand, do you kneel, whatever you do, do what you want to do. Yeah. The um, the the funniest is is South Park. I, I don't know if you ever. Oh, you fuck, ever I haven't watched it in such a long time. That one. But back in the day during the original like like uh, <clears throat> Kaepernick thing, they kind of fixed the problem within the show problem i mean whatever and what they did was was they had the announcer come in before the anthem and they said ladies and gentlemen please sit stand or kneel in honor of the american national anthem and everyone was like all confused like people would kneel but it, like they took away like the power of that because it's like in honor of exactly and it confused everyone and it was like oh what it was so yeah. funny. Exactly. Good move so on the NFL, so and that's funny. pretty much what the NFL has done. Do what you want to do, so long as it, you know, if, whatever gesture. Again, don't well, burn this flags. Is what I don't understand. You want to this stand, you want to kneel, understand. you don't want to come out, you want to do, do what you want to do. Why do they like play the fucking anthem before a sporting event? Like, what does an here's, anthem have yeah, to do with they, a sporting yeah, event? Here's the other thing: a lot of people are, you know, well, that you know, it's a it's a great chance to display patriotism and blah blah blah. Yeah, I suppose it is if you're a patriotic person. But really, yeah. I mean, they did away with it. When I was a little kid, the, the national anthem was played before movies when I was a little kid, like in, in the 70s. That ended a long time ago. And, and the Lord's Prayer used to be said by the, the, every class before class. Before the day started, you got the national anthem at school, then yeah. followed by the Lord's Prayer, right? That got yeah. done away with. I would imagine the anthem at a lot of these events will be one of those things that eventually is going to be phased out. It wouldn't We're, surprise me Most at all. of the teams are, are, are so international anyway. Like, to play the Canadian and American anthem at a hockey game is fucking absurd. There's so many players from yeah. all over the place. Like, Slovakian, I know most of those are Finnish, Swedish, yeah. Russian. Like yeah, it's yeah. It's odd. Yeah. You should play yeah, all the like, anthems. One, one <laughs> of the one of the things that I minutes. saw. Sorry, one of, one of the things that I saw on, on the internet, people talking about. It, it's like you know, if you don't want sports to get political, stop beginning every sporting event with a military with display knee. and an anthem. Right? Fucking sing along. Exactly. All the flyovers are even more ridiculous. Yeah, it's that's as political as you can get, right? So exactly. You know, Exactly. Um, yeah, it's very. You know, I, I just I don't get like you know. On one hand, a lot of these people are saying that you know, uh, you have to stand for the national anthem, and then on the other hand, they're saying I have the freedom to not wear a mask and be unsafe and do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. it's like just the, just the hypocrisy is is it's the age of hypocrisy. It certainly is. Well, right. Yeah. It, it's the age of calling out people on their hypocrisy. How about that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. right on, gentlemen. Good show. <sighs> cool. Armpit's still itchy, though, man. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Oh, brutal. It's not as bad, though. Like, you ever have one of those itchy bunghole days? 
Yeah, you need yeah, to. And those, I mean, those, those are awkward. <laughs> where it's just like, God, I just, you know, again, you want to get in there with a salad fork and just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.